This is IMC Radio. Indian Moms Connect or IMC is an open space by moms for moms. Shribhya talks to the authors of Art to Eye Dreams for here or to go, Sats Pandya, Ramya Sitaraman, and Subhashini Srinivasi. Here are some excerpts. What prompted three of you to come together to write about your experiences of settling abroad and sharing your views on return to India. Uh, when Suba and I worked at IBM, whenever we got the chance, we used to take a break and take a long walk when the weather was good in Lexington. We used to talk about, uh, you know, should we move to India? Are we doing the right thing? Are we exposing our kids to the right culture? And this was one of our never-ending conversations that we always got back to. So. Uh, it is natural that when we thought about this topic, I thought of football also, right? Um, and Park has been uh, mentioning to me that he wanted to write a book for the longest time. And uh, when I pitched this idea to him, initially he was lukewarm about it. He was like, yeah, art do I dream some, yeah, we, we, uh, that sounds like a decent idea, let me think about it. But then as he spoke more about this, he really warmed up to it and it came together really well. Yeah, and I was, as I was mentioning earlier, just moving back to India, the whole experience was just such, such a big emotional roller coaster for uh, my whole family that I, I really thought there was a difference. <laughs> when Ramya mentioned it, I was like, yeah, I just wanted to relive all the uh, different things that I wanted to do and maybe put it in for posterity so I can go back and revisit it. Going to Sarabana or Bhavan and missing India, I totally relate to that, you know. It helps the readers to connect to the book. So, how was the experience, or how has been the experience of writing this book? Primarily as an author, most of my work so far has been writing a lot of short fiction, short stories, poetry, things like that. Uh, you know, like Ramya mentioned, I was always uh, planning on writing something in the form of a book at some point in time. Non-fiction wasn't something I ever had considered. So. Uh, as a writer, that was a big challenge in itself, which is, uh, you know, is the genre at all suited for what I am capable of? And uh, secondly, you know, for most of us who have been in the U.S. for over a decade, it's just one of those, uh, uh, you know, nagging things in the back of the mind. You cannot escape a weekend party or a get-together or a forum somewhere where somebody brings up this topic of going back to India, particularly when you start having kids and you've kind of been around for a longer period of time. Uh, so, the, the topic was great. Uh, what I think, uh, one of the things that we, we try to do, maybe subconsciously, is that because it's a three-author book and all three of us have, even though we may have spent a similar amount of time, we have three different perspectives, three different styles of writing. Um, we have sort of some gender diversity in the author list as well. So, uh, figured it might actually bring forth some you know, very different perspectives to the book itself. Um, for most people who read the book, they've realized that there's a lot of uh, sort of personal touch to the stories that uh, Ramya and Subha bring to their aspects. I try to take a little bit of a step back and you know sort of be more of an observer in the whole process while taking some parts of my own story as well. So you know that in, that 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 whole experience has been quite uh, you know sort of rewarding to 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 sort of stretch my boundaries as a writer and also you know make it engaging. Um, 
you know, bring sort of my experience of, of staying in this country to that, to that book. That's right. But six were one of the main reasons, like, you know, to think about return to India, like, yeah, let's say these were the driving factor, but definitely after my older son was born, I was uh, thinking more and more about this R2I topic. And, uh, you know, we wanted to make the move back to India while he was still fairly young. And uh, when he might not have so many big adjustment problems uh, with moving to a new country. So, driving factor not so much, but yeah, definitely one of the biggies in the decision to return back. Parents are another big factor for me. I constantly think about, um, you know, as they grow older, I'm not around, so uh, I, I'm not around them. Um, whatever I'm doing is just delegating. Um, that's not what we are taught to do as kids. And yeah, that guilt constantly is there at the back of my mind. And now when I see my kids, now it's my kids getting a chance to interact with my parents and getting to know them. That's probably the most important factor that comes to mind. Your know, cousin of my wife actually commented that the kids seem to be more desi than she was. And she's been born and brought up and she lives in India. So whether uh, consciously or subconsciously we tend to sort of counterbalance being in the US by making sure that the kids get some extra uh, sort of Indian exposure at home. Be it, you know, Hindi films or be it the uh, teaching them shlokas in Sanskrit or taking them to the temple regularly or in my case making sure that you know they understand that there is only Tendulkar and nobody else. Things like that, uh, you kind of tend to, to, to impress upon them quite a bit. But uh, at the end of the day, you know, it is, it is a, it's like a jigsaw puzzle and all the different pieces fit together. Kids are kind of one piece in the whole equation. Uh, parents are another, uh, you know, your, your sort of the what you missed in India, your family ties, uh, your sort of way of life. Being your experiences about the new emerging India. Uh, I am a, a boy from Bombay. I've kind of seen Bombay grow through the years, and almost every trip it becomes more and more unrecognizable. Uh, I think the opportunities are great for people who have you know who have young professionals in India. There seem to be much more avenues and much more doors than there were when at least I, I came abroad. Uh, and uh, in general, there's, there's a lot of enthusiasm and optimism that I see in uh, people. They kind of believe that they can grow uh, you know, higher in life. They go leaps and bounds over what their parents' generation had made. My husband and I were just talking the other day as we were watching the India-Pakistan match. <laughs> World Cup is ongoing, so it was a big thing. And we were just thinking the old India was the India of, you know, Anil Kumble and Rahul Dravid, all these gentlemen players, you know, who never even showed um, any emotion in the face of pledging and all that going on on the field. But the new India is more like Virat Kohli, kind of upfront in your face, attitude, funky kind of India. TV watching people sitting inside the house rather than outside, which is what I used to remember back from the old days when I used to go back to India. But the thing that is of most concern to me is just how quickly people seem to age when I return, uh, when I go visit India. And that's yeah. something that stays back in my mind even after I come back. Agreed. Uh, 
there are three changes you could do when you went into the US. Uh, what would be that and why? My suitcase was thrown and I went to ask for help. Um, and I went to the counter and I told them my suitcase was thrown. I just need a plastic wrap or something so I can catch my connecting flight to Lexington. And the lady behind the counter said, you got a cheap old luggage from India and you're looking to sue, right? And that was a terrible first experience for me. And it kind of was a black mark on my very first interaction with someone in this country, which is actually pretty amazing. So I would change that. So that, that's number one on my list. That's a good one, actually. <laughs> yeah, I would say I would, uh, I was, you know, uh, probably a bit naive when I came to the US, you know, very much uh, short of experience having, uh, you know, lived pretty much my whole life in my parents' house and then just decided one day to step and come over here. So a little bit more uh, ability to handle myself, a little more uh, push to go see places and try new things would probably have made my experience even richer than it was. I mean, I you know, can't regret what I I wish I would have been big when I landed up in the US. Uh, I feel like I made some cautious choices in terms of universities because of a lot of reasons, mainly financial ones and the rupee to dollar conversion rates and all that. And that's one of the things that I recently only started regretting. And, uh, you know, I could have done big. The whole American dream is to dream big, right? So, I wish I had that in me. I wish I had that wisdom 10 years ago when I was a student with zero money when I landed up on US tour. Uh, but other than that, I think the whole experience is wonderful. Can we look forward to some more experience sharing in a form of sequel? I, I think it Anybody can like it and follow along. 
once again thank you all for joining and uh, thanks a lot for your time it was wonderful talking to you all and uh, you know sharing your experience and the thought process behind the book uh, thanks again same here sridhya you give us a chance to meet again i i think this is our first type call where the three of us are online after we release the book yes. so thank oh, you for giving us this, that chance and for reliving what we went through more episodes of direct or save will be back soon where we'll try to bring you conversations with interesting people from all walks of life tune in and all our episodes are available at indianmomsconnect.com or look for us on soundcloud at imomsconnect